0: What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well-ish. Standing up for yourself is not as scary as you think it is, and it doesn't have to involve confrontation or drama or conflict or aggression. It doesn't have to be this big, scary monster that you have to hide from. I think a big fear that comes with standing up for yourself too is thinking that you're being rude or that people aren't going to like you if if you do that. And it just, it doesn't have to be, it just isn't that way. It just isn't this big, horrible thing that is going to cause all the problems in the entire world. So I'm going to talk to you guys about how to make this a little less scary and what, you know, standing up for yourself really needs to look like since I think that, a lot of the time we all see it as this thing that again involves being aggressive and and harsh and mean and confrontational otherwise you don't get your point across and that's just not how it is my parents used to tell me that you can say anything you want it's just how you say it and whenever they said that to me i always enjoyed it but i always interpreted it as you can say anything you just have to say it in the right tone and As I've gotten older, I've learned that that's not necessarily what that means. And sure, like, obviously you can say anything and say it in the right tone. But I mean, if you're still being a fucking dick, like, and you say it in a nice tone, it it just gives me like mean girl vibes, you know, but. It's rewording and rewording and rewording and readjusting what it is that you're trying to get across so the other person can understand you and so you can feel satisfied in the point you're trying to get across without attacking the other person and and causing a riff, causing aggression, causing confrontation. If you execute your wording correctly, and this is another big thing, is whether or not you're dealing with a rational person that's not going to be a fucking psycho spaz that's completely unhealed and projects all of their problems onto you, you should be able to communicate efficiently without a freak out. The first order of business is trying to figure out why you don't want to stand up for yourself. And I know that you act, you want to stand up for yourself, but like, why in those moments do you freeze or why do you just not do what it is that you think in your head that you would like to do. And there's a number of reasons why you might not want to stand up for yourself. So really sitting down and and thinking that intentionally and not just leaving it in the shitstorm of your mind to think like, oh like I'm just afraid. I'm just afraid. Like actually intentionally sit with yourself and journal it, whatever works best for you and and ask yourself why is it that you have such a hard time standing up for yourself? Why in that moment you always choke are you afraid of confrontation? Are you afraid that you won't be able to handle their response? Are you afraid they'll be mad at you? Do you have a lack of confidence in yourself? You have had experiences in your past of standing up for yourself and it went horribly wrong and now you're scarred from that experience. You have a low self-esteem and maybe you feel unworthy of advocating for yourself. You've practiced really strong people-pleasing tendencies for your entire life and you don't know how to operate any other way. You're giving in to cultural or societal pressures and you don't want to be seen as aggressive or a bitch or too sensitive for saying what's on your mind. You're coming up with all the consequences in your head. Maybe you just straight lack assertiveness skills. Maybe it's a combo of multiple of those things, or maybe it's something else entirely. You have to figure out the true reason why you choke when the opportunity to stand up for yourself presents itself. Why do you always walk away from those circumstances feeling like you should have said more? You should have done something else that you didn't have your back. When you really focus in on that area that you need to heal in, before you just straight up start raw dogging, practicing standing up for yourself it's likely going to be much easier to stand up for yourself. It'll come a little bit more natural because the fear for why you haven't been is going to have been worked through enough that you'll be able to do more things that you weren't able to do because of the underlying fear that went with it. So once you tackle that fear, figure it out, tackle it, and get into another situation that you might have to stand up for yourself, maybe you'll have more self-confidence, or maybe you will have not been people-pleasing so much, or maybe you know that just because you express yourself doesn't mean that you're giving into societal pressures, doesn't mean that you're rude or sensitive or a bitch. It just means that you are standing up for yourself. When you heal those things, it's likely that you'll feel Better about being able to just naturally stand up for yourself; it'll come just right off your tongue. Another thing to consider, especially if standing up for yourself is something that takes a lot of energy out of you, as it is, is if this person is worth even standing up to. It might be more effective to just scoff and walk away because they're not somebody that actually means something to you. But if there's somebody that means something to you in any capacity, not like mean to they mean something to you because they're your family and you love them or they're your friend and you love them, but mean something to you because like they're the biggest dick to you in the world and they constantly get under your skin and you don't know why they always get under your skin, but they hurt your feelings a lot. And they mean something to you in, in that way that it would be more empowering for you to be able to stand up to this person than for you to walk away. Then you should stand up for yourself and say something. But again, if it would be more empowering for you to just like not even worry about it, it's they're not even worth your time that's another thing to give yourself a little bit of grace for and consider as well when you're working to stand up for yourself. So, how do we know what to say? A lot of the time you have to be like quick and witty in these situations to be able to construct a proper answer that's going to be impactful and get your point across but still making sure that you're not coming off aggressive and attacky like I said before. So, it takes a lot of uh, effort and energy out of you to figure out what the exact right response would be, especially if you're not well practiced in it. You know, obviously, the more you do it, the easier it will roll off the tongue. But when you're first beginning to learn how to do this, it is a little more uncomfortable and awkward, and you don't know what necessarily works. And sometimes when you don't stand up for yourself for so long, it's hard to even know what you're really standing up for, which kind of sounds fucked up and deep. But if you haven't been advocating for yourself at all, it's kind of like, who am I advocating for? And it makes it harder to believe in what you're saying. So the more you're able to practice Advocating for yourself is the more confident that you will become and the easier what you say will come off. But you're doing all of this stuff. you know, again, you're having to be quick and witty and say the right thing and say an impactful thing. And it's a lot. So give yourself some grace for that too. Like this is a hard thing to to accomplish. And I feel so many people talk about it like it's just something that like you should just do it. You should just have this done. But like if it's something that you, didn't already naturally have that you weren't already good at that or you've built this habit of not standing up for yourself you know it, it does take an effort and that's okay that it takes an effort it's that you're putting the effort in and that that's what counts. Don't let people make you feel like you're a bad person for not having stood up for yourself this far. I mean you it's hard it's a it's a lot to to effectively do this. One of the best ways I think, to really be able to know how to construct a sentence to stand up for yourself is to think about what you would want to say to other people when you go to tell them how this circumstance played out. I can picture myself in the past being in situations that I should have stood up for myself, but didn't and regretted it really quick afterwards, knew that I was totally supposed to stand up for myself in that moment. And I I didn't do that. And I would go and talk to people about that situation and I would lie. (laughs) I would lie, lie, lie. I would make things up saying like, oh yeah, I told them X, Y, and Z knowing full well that that's what I wish that I had said, but I didn't say that at all. I just probably stood there and took it. When I sat there and thought, what would I feel good about telling people that I said, it made it much easier for me to Construct a response to that person and even feel motivated to stand up for myself in a controlled, confident way. The second thing is using I feel statements and focusing more on yourself than on them, because it typically takes people off of defense mode when you go about it that way. Even saying, like, wow, that hurt my feelings. I wonder why you would say something like that instead of saying, fuck you. Why would you say something like that? You know, it, it changes the dynamic and it makes them kind of be thrown off their game and be like, Oh shit. Like it you have to be a little bit vulnerable too. And that really does make an impact. I shouldn't say you have to be vulnerable. You don't have to be vulnerable. Again, there's a way to reword it, but I think vulnerability really is what makes you feel more confident because you're kind of like, Oh yeah, that hurt my feelings. You're confident enough to say that. And it throws the other person off their game because they just look like a fucking asshole. The third thing is take a moment to ask yourself what your genuine opinion is. You hear them say some stupid shit about you and ask yourself, what is my genuine opinion? And a lot of the time, this is really going to relate to uh, my elite with people-pleasing tendencies because, it's likely you've spent so much time in people-pleasing mode that you don't ever really think about what your opinion is in circumstances. So if you intentionally, consciously take a moment to think, what is my opinion, instead of just automatically thinking that they're right and you're wrong, like you've been so used to, it allows you to come up with a answer for what to say pretty easily. When you speak just in your genuine opinion, it is impossible almost for... You're standing up for yourself to come as aggressive, kind of in the same token with being vulnerable. It's like you you share your genuine opinion. Typically, that genuine opinion shows some vulnerability, and it's hard to be too assertive. It's hard to be being rude or to be somebody that somebody wouldn't want to be friends with. You know, like you're saying things in a in a genuine way but still advocating for yourself. And I say genuine way, not kind way, because you're not trying to necessarily be kind. They weren't being kind to you. And it's not like an eye for an eye situation, but it's, hey, I don't like that. Like, I don't have to be nice to a person that was not treating me nicely. But you are still being nice in the sense of, I would never treat you that way. I would never attack another person in that way. Not because you don't deserve it, but because that's not who I am. The ultimate biggest thing that you have to do is just start doing it. You have to just start doing it in order to build the practice. And unfortunately, you're going to have to live through the moments of uncomfort. It's not going to be fun at first. It's not going to play out exactly as you picture it to play out in your head. You're going to be awkward and uncomfortable and, and maybe still feel the f- original fear that you were feeling. But you just have to push yourself to do it. And once you do it, you'll see that all hell doesn't break loose when you did it. But you just have to start practicing it and you will quickly get better. And you want to know why you'll quickly get better? Because you're building self-love. You are building self-trust, self-respect, self-worth just by doing this one thing and having your own back. Can you imagine if you were in a situation with the love of your life, the love of your life or your child or your parent, somebody that you fucking love, right? Your best friend. And you guys were standing in a room and somebody was just talking mad fucking shit about you or mad fucking shit to you. And they just stood there and nodded along. And they were just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'd be like, that person doesn't fucking love me. Like, what the hell was that? Why would they, if they loved me, they wouldn't stand for somebody treating me that way. So why do you, why do you stand there and not stand up for yourself and just take it and allow this stuff to happen? Obviously, it's going to be hard for you to love yourself when you're not doing things to stand up for yourself. When you start doing it, you learn a few huge things. First, that you can do it, that you physically and emotionally and mentally and verbally can stand up for yourself. You figure out that that is a possibility for you. The second thing is that you can do it. And like I said, all hell doesn't break loose. The whole world doesn't crumble to pieces when you stand up for yourself. Your whole world doesn't change. Third, you typically get a good response from people. Let that be an apology, maybe. Don't super count on that, but it's possible. It's possible. Get an apology, get open communication going, a mutual understanding of each other, or At the very least, which I think is almost the most important thing to achieve, but even if the person is an asshole back to you, typically what happens is they gain respect for you because you stand up for yourself. No matter who the person is, even if they would never in a million years admit to respecting you, there is this layer of respect that comes from standing up for yourself. So no matter what outcome comes from Doing this, there is going to be some good consequence for it. And fourth, and this one is my all time favorite, is that you learn that it is no big deal. It's just like any other conversation that you have in your life. It's like a work dilemma that you talk out with your coworkers, work through it, understand it, come up with a solution, and then move on. It is not this big drama, it is not this big fucking deal. Even if the other person gets wild about it, acts up about it, it's not a huge deal in your world at the end of the day. I mean, maybe you're going to think about it a little bit longer if they have some big blowout thing because you're going to be like, oh my God, guess how this person fucking reacted to me saying, don't talk to me like that. But it's almost more so for like the entertainment of how fucking crazy they are. It's just a regular conversation that happens. And then it passes and life continues on and you're still the same person and they're still the same person and you still exist in this life at the same time. Nothing changes except that boundaries have been set. You've empowered yourself. You've advocated for yourself and you can feel good in that and they can know better how to treat you in order to be a person in your life or they can choose to not be in your life because they don't want to accommodate that boundary. But that's their choice then at that point. I don't know why, but I—I I, that's how I was. I used to think that it was going to be this like huge fucking deal that the world stopped and people were going to hate me. And it was going to be this whole confrontational drama blowout. And I wouldn't be able to handle that situation. And, and I would know that I freezed up a lot of the time. And I was afraid of that happening. And I was afraid of feeling disappointed after the circumstance and feeling like I didn't handle the situation how I wish I would have and feeling guilty about that. And I didn't want to deal with all of those emotions and and judgments and observations of who I was and what my opinions were. It was too intimidating for me. But when I started to do it, I realized that it just really was no fucking big deal. And it's just like any other conversation. And what's funny is the way that I really figured that out is... when I would go and start talking to people about the situation again. I would turn around to talk about what happened, just like I had done previously. And instead of having to lie about it, I would actually be able to say what happened. And when I would say what happened, it sounded so like, of course, like no shit that that's what I would have said. Like, why would I not have said that why would i not have said anything along those lines it it just sounds like a normal conversation it doesn't sound like this whole like big back and forth fucking drama it's just like yeah obviously i said hey you know i don't have to do anything i don't want to do or whatever your situation is whatever it is that you say I, I would literally be like yeah that it just it just it almost was like stupid that i was talking about it because i felt it was so Normal and expected almost that I should be advocating for myself. I should have said something like that completely. And again, it reinforced that idea that it's really not a big deal at all. All in all, standing up for yourself isn't this thing that you will be able to do once you love yourself. It's not going to be proof that you already love yourself. It's an act of love that you can show yourself in order to create. Self-love, just like when you're in a relationship or a friendship with somebody else, the more they do to reinforce how much they love you and care for you and think about you and want to make your life better and easier and think you're important and cared for. It's the same exact thing. It's an act that you can do that will authentically and automatically make you love yourself more. It's a skill you can practice that will naturally promote your own self-love. Thank you so much for tuning in to day 10 of the 28 days of self-love. Make sure to come back tomorrow for day 11 Subscribe to the show so that you get notifications when the episodes come out tomorrow. We're going to be talking about speaking up for yourself and using your voice within self-love. Thank you again so much for listening. Make sure your day kicks fucking ass. Don't forget you're elite as fuck. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Whoa!